Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Oh, look at that. What did we just see? Gambit DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in DC with an easy to use app and convenient betting locations district wide. Online, in app or in person. Get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly. With weather starting to warm up, it's time to update your outdoor space with Lowe's. Right now, start prepping with lawn essentials like fertilizer. Get Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed Fertilizer starting at just $32.48. And tackle outdoor cleaning with powerful electric pressure washers starting at just $99. Visit us in-store or online to get a head start on your spring projects today. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid 223 to 38 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Welcome to AGE Prison Talk, the people's podcast. Take a ride with Christian and B. Moore as they discuss the many challenges life has to offer. Reds and Mail hit the streets to give you an inside look into the lives of others through art, music, and, well, you'll see. Dream Child, our prison correspondent, shares his heart and soul as we raise the voices of many. This is pure gold, and it begins now. Everybody, welcome to AGE Prison <clears throat> Talk. I am Christian. And I am B. Moore. And we're here with our special guest, Hook Diggy. Hook. I know, I, look, it's like I can't help but say it separate. I know. <laughs> I get it all the time. Thank you for having me. What's up? No, no, appreciate y'all having me. Appreciate you coming on. 
it was funny because I was doing, uh, of course, doing some research on you. Mm. Um, yeah. And I was like, he likes Queen Sugar. Yes, yes. And I, I tried to watch it, and I, I, for some reason, I couldn't get into it. I haven't started it yet, but I don't. Maybe. I, th- I think I'm going to give that one a try, though. Okay. I'll give that one a try before I give Power a try. No offense to anybody that likes Power. Oh, no, no Power Love, huh? Oh, man. That's another one of my favorite shows, too. I like that. Except I didn't watch the uh, new. I, I watched season the Power Book 3, which is the Raisin mm-hmm. Canaan, but I didn't watch Power Book 2 because I wasn't okay. a Tariq fan. I wasn't a fan of Tariq. I didn't want to watch him be the lead. So I was gotcha. like, no. That's funny. <laughs> but my sister says it's good. She said I should watch. She was like, I'm saying, I don't know. Eh. I don't like to read. Like, <laughs> That's funny. That is too funny. Yeah. Um, so how long you been doing this? Music, man. Uh, I'm seriously probably like the past 10 years. But, you know, other than that, probably, you know, all my life uh, playing around with me. We were kind of always in the studio fooling around. I come from a musical family. I played in the marching band. So I've been doing music for a long time. And then trying to be a uh, what I call a throwback modern hip-hop artist for like the past okay. 10 years. And uh, really going hard these past four or five and really mm-hmm. developing my own kind of lane. You know, so okay. It takes time. I tell artists a lot of time that want to do it overnight. And I tell them, like, you know, pay your dues. You know, learn, get ready because, you know, you might move opportunity coming is put you right back to start and you wasn't ready mm-hmm. so you yeah, know absolutely. enjoy every day put the work in mm. okay so of course i got disconnected again we had, uh, <laughs> that's all right we're just gonna stall every time you get disconnected look that's, power. that's what we're gonna do oh, oh power yeah that is we can do that funny. yeah so i think i missed it though but was there a time oh. frame uh-huh. and how long you've been doing this yeah, yeah. Oh, you can hear any. Uh, the past ten years, seriously, ten but years. okay, all, all my life because I was telling B more that I I come from a musical family. You know, I play musical instruments. I was in marching band. I was in jazz band. So I've always done some kind of music, creative kind of stuff. And so I'm I'm a, I'm always a big creative from a long, so long time. What did time. you do? Drums, marching band. Uh, I played in marching band. I was clarinet, and then I was drum major. So I played clarinet, became cool. section leader, and then I became drum major at the marching band. Cool. Yeah, I, I was, can. Clarinet player too. I can do hey. guitar piano, but like middle school. Wins. Yeah, I yeah. played a little right. piano. Play a little okay. piano too. I used to uh, play for a couple church choirs. So, oh cool. It's funny though because most artists start in like in the church. I feel yeah. like that's kind of because that's when you black you raise you you know well most of us are raised in like the church. So yeah. once you find your niche, they try to yeah. figure out who going who coming in who gonna be doing this. Okay, when they get a little older. All right, I see you've been looking at them drums there. That's, <laughs> yep. how, that's yep. how I go. Yeah. That's how I go. Mine was a little bit more. Uh, Michigan, right? Yep, originally from Michigan. Flint represent. I got the Flint hat on. I'm originally from a little town called Flint, Michigan. That's where they had oh. the water crisis a couple of years ago where they uh, basically poisoned supply in the city, man. And it was a terrible, terrible thing. Of, of and course. They're, uh, they yeah, of course, right? It's like with, with try this to represent. world right now, do, right. should we expect anything better? <clears throat> That's right. That's right. So we always represent uh, my clothing line. He uh, These are basically called the Pray for Flint hats. So he takes a portion of his proceeds to give back to the city and help him with that water crisis. So I always try to represent when I can. Right, oh, that's right. nice. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. See, we're now getting into like the T-shirt making and hey, good. The, that yeah. kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. we, we don't have a brand yet. But it's like, you know, I'm into like funny t-shirts and that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the logo. I like the logo. Though. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, I made that myself. <laughs> yeah. I like the logo. I, so I got to ask, what does the AGE stand for? Because that was the first time I heard you say it. I was always calling the age prism talk, but then you specifically said AGE. AGE. So. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, right. It's anti-gravity entertainment. Okay. So it's really, really funny. Our story is kind of unique. So the plan originally was to create an entertainment company where people can call in from prisons and record yeah. their music. Yeah. Um, that kind of it was kind of put in the back burner a little bit because of how the prison system's phones work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to get like an IVR system made where people could call in and use their voice to make prompts or to use prompts versus having to dial a button. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, so my, my brother, unfortunately, has been in prison for 22 years. Um, non-homicide conviction. You know, he was 15 years old. They robbed somebody. Granted, yeah. I get it. You know, he scared yeah. somebody half to death. Nobody yeah. was hurt, but they gave him 32 years for it. Oh. Yeah. So um, he uh. originally lived in Maryland. It happened in Virginia. Virginia decides that they're going to use him as an example. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're, so basically, you know, Be More and I kind of always talked about doing a podcast just because we're crazy. Um, and we like to talk about random shit and go yeah. super left field and then come back full circle somehow. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> so we always talked about it. And then um, we kind of wanted to incorporate my brother a little bit and help him. He, he does music. You know, he writes a lot and raps and spoken words and he's very artistic. Yeah. So the plan was to originally help him. Um, we started the process of making the entertainment company and then everything just went left field. You know, someone yeah. was like, hey, you should do a podcast. And we're like, yeah, maybe yeah. we should. <laughs> yeah. Know? And yeah. then it turned into like a podcast movement, which was cool because we kind of have been able to give a voice to people who normally don't have a voice. Yeah. You know, we've, we've done interviews with people from both male and female prisons, mm-hmm. you know, people who are autistic, PTSD, people who wanted to kill themselves, you know, so we kind of felt like this was a platform for the voiceless. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. That so, part of what attracted me when I seen the email come through, like, oh man, y'all are doing, y'all doing that give back positive kind of work. And which is crucial for me because that friend's got a, a life in incarceration. One of them's actually still locked up right now. He's been locked uh-huh. up. He, 20 years because he got locked up in 2001 and my other uh best friend was locked up for 14 years and i met him when he was actually in prison because the word got back that i had a studio and one of my homies mom knew that and his mom no his grandmother hairdresser was my uh, best friend's mother and so the hairdresser got to talking to my uh my friend's grandmother about oh you know uh we got a he has a student like that he's like oh can you get his information so i remember uh his mom called me in the uh, in the studio. I was like, "Hair salon," because he calls every Saturday. And can you talk to him about his music? And uh-huh. I went up there to the hair salon, met her. She was wonderful. She's kind of like, I love her to death. And he called. It was fifteen minutes. You know, we talked on the phone. He was telling me they had been in a joint. It was a joint that they were in and had a four track and some music they were able to record. Uh, and it was a class. You know, and they were supposed to learn the class, but the fellas had learned how to produce and make their own. So they were sneaking and recording and making their own music and then just keeping uh, all the tapes. So no. Okay. And he was like, "Look, we got to get this, you know, mixed, mastered, produced, all that kind of stuff. We can't do it here, but you know, can we send it to you?" And I was like, "Most definitely." And so um, we, it was a five-song EP. They sent it to me. We tracked it out, mixed it, mastered it, got it ready for production right when he got released. And so when he was able to get released, came out to join. He had a, you know, he had a CD he could snag on the streets, and, and we've been uh, super bad ever cool. since. I know, and it's funny because I told my brother about you, and he was like, "Yeah, we definitely need to talk to him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 and so that's. My, uh, we want to. He went on to write a short film called Fifteen Minutes," and I'll send it to y'all after this to check out. Okay. So we did a short film um, a couple of years ago called Fifteen Minutes," and it basically is about that fifteen mm-hmm. phone call the inmates have when they call home, and we kind of show you that inmates oh. are dealing with that uh, incarceration. The prisoner is so we're telling it from the family standpoint because they're on the other side of the phone and so you get a chance to see that for him the prisoner because it's written from a homeboy's point of view uh, for him time stops but out here for us it keeps going you know and and it shows you how quickly that 15 minutes goes by and a lot happens in that 15 minutes and then of course the end leaves you with the whole like damn you know because you know well christian you know this when that phone call hang Ain't no calling right back. Ain't no, you know, when they tell you, you got one minute left, you got one minute left. Right. Yeah. Right. It's it's crazy. Yep. And it's like I always I always hate her. Like you rude. I call her Betsy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> she got a name. That's what's Betsy up. Betsy always kind of uh, hanging up on us. Yeah. 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 And rude. and she will. It is pretty You're not rude. disrespectful. Um, but it's kind of cool because it's, I have something I've always told my brother because um, he has like a lot of friends and a lot of people call in to yeah. um, the podcast and, and yeah. you know we do interviews and, and talk to people and you know it's one thing they never realize that time here is different yes from time in there mm-hmm. yes. you know and it's like yes. you know it's like you have the best attentions like I'm gonna write or or now email yeah. I'm gonna send an email yeah. I'm gonna put some money on his books mm-hmm. you know yeah. or yeah. you know and it's like but it's like 
things happen. Yeah. Happens. And yep. the next thing you know, it's time to go to sleep and you're exhausted yep. and you're yep. like, I'll do it tomorrow and I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. But it's like, it's, it's crazy because I, I always say we live in like, a parallel universe you know it exists at the same time but not the same way right yeah and and that's kind of how i've always said things to him hmm. um but yeah he, he's dream child so we're gonna shout him out real quick yeah, shout out dream child <laughs> shout out dream yeah. child we gotta send him some photos man we gotta send him we gotta take a screenshot and then send hey bro we was talking about you on the podcast boom right oh, yeah. right <laughs> yeah we sent him photos with everything oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, he yeah. thinks he's the boss of the yeah. podcast yeah, well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's he, what's he up things. he's trying to shout, out to, our, our, shout out shout out to our people that are locked down doing time with their families man that's uh right yeah i got i got a chance to understand that a lot through my both of them because my the, the one that's still locked up now i want to say he was still getting arraigned when i met t that's my homie that's out now that wrote the 15 minutes film and so i was learning about the prison system before mm-hmm. other boy went you know and got locked up and so i was like i gotta send a picture i gotta stay in touch i gotta put money on this book because i've been educated from my other boy now and so uh as uh my boy t that's out now he he knows he still has so we we kind of both hold each other accountable. Like, hey, you wrote your homie lately. You wrote your homie lately. You know, okay, you sent some pictures fair. in. You know, like what, what's the what's the checking in? You know, so, right. um, and and to have that, and I think one of the reasons why we me and T are so close is because he kind of feels like I took a chance on him because you know the whole shame and guilt factor yeah. with you know people in incarcerated family members you know turn on you friends turn on you and I love the fact that his mother is like diehard his biggest everything like that so that's super cool and one of the things i learned when we did 15 minutes when we started casting and crewing for the short film uh Mm -hmm. the crew liked the script because they were able to because they were able to say stuff like oh you know i got an uncle in jail and you know they used to call the 15 minutes and now i understand Mm -hmm. that you know it gave us a point of contact to relate to and so it was really good from that standpoint but we understand that there's the negative stigma with you know people in incarceration so i appreciate y'all down and I, yeah, I've learned a long time ago. Not everybody locked up is 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 bad. You know, some people are just put in bad situations, and mm-hmm. things yeah. happen. You know. Yeah, so sure. now, was is the film actually fifteen minutes long, or it's fifteen minutes long? <laughs> that's pretty right. cool. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's what's Look, that's right. I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Is this a stupid question?" But I'm like, "No," because nope. it could be fifteen nope. minutes, but be two hours, because oh. that's how I feel sometimes. Look, and that's how they be doing <laughs> movies on, ain't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I know I'm gonna say your proper again, but hook diggy. So how how hook diggy? Did I say it right that time? Hook diggy, yeah. You get it right. You get it right. For, if so I don't. You, um, accent is I, out. Almost like diggy, yeah. You know. It's almost like you're putting the emphasis in the wrong spot. I know, <laughs> right? And, and I always do that. But I grew um, up in an era when I used to say little Kim or ah, little Bow Wow, and people would be like, "It's not little. It's, it's little." little. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Goodness, yeah. So how did you come up with your? Uh, how how did you know? How did how did it become hook diggy? How to become Hook Diggy? So, I got the nickname Hook. Hook is all like maybe sixth grade because my cousin used to say, and maybe I can see it on camera. He said I got a hook shaped head was shaped like a hook, so he used to call me Hook Hogan on the playgrounds. Hook Hogan. I was like, that's kind of funny. I was like, Hook. I'm gonna keep the hook because that's me. It's right. it's, it's it's mine. I'm gonna own it, you know. So instead of y'all laughing at me, I'm gonna own my hook. So she's still laughing. I've, uh, I'm it's not, all, it's I'm all really good. not. I was just like, that was a rude thing to say. Yeah, but you should have heard it hey, when when he bust out with the hook, Hogan. I mean, the whole playground cracking up. I had to laugh too. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny though. So I kept the hook and roll with it, and I used. It's too plain by itself, and so okay. I played around with adding stuff to it. And uh, one of my buddies just said, "I'll oh, try something like Hook Dignius," and I was like, "Okay, that's kind of sophisticated." Did that for a season, and then it was too hard to pronounce and people to spell, so right. it was just okay. like, "Okay, um, I like the dig part. Can we shorten it? Maybe like Hook Diggy? Yeah, okay, like let's do the Hook Diggy, you know? Because Diggy is a common, a common hip hop word. You know, you got Fife yeah. Dog." Diggy, you know, you got Diggy mm-hmm. Simmons, you know, Diggy was kind of like a, let's just slide it on in there and make it one word, Hook Diggy. Okay, cool. That's a good reason. Yeah. And it's funny because Hook kind of applies to music as well, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. It makes me think of Candy from, from The Real Housewives. And you want people to dig your hooks. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. She over here digging yeah. hooks. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that instead. Right. You don't want people, want people to dig the hook, so you know. <laughs> 
That's so compliments of be more herself. Right. <laughs> I know I always be trying to think, I'm like, if I could rap, what would be my name? And I can't come up with nothing. Uh, well. Look, I, ch- I just changed my Instagram handle to Broken Woke. You did. And I was like, what the fuck? What is, what is it? Broken what? <laughs> woke. Woke. Bro- broken Woke. Like over here. Woke. Yeah, like you over here making okay. haikus and shit. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm awake. That's, uh, yeah. But, yeah. It's, but it's creative in a way. It was, it, it was more funny. It was part of a conversation. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the Christian is know, dope. I think the Christian is dope with the X. I think that's that's dope enough. Yeah, that's dope enough right there. Yeah, see, I be I be trying. Oh yeah, I can rap as Christian, but I feel like Christian will be more of like an R B artist. <laughs> not, okay. I was gonna say maybe if you I sign mean. with a major, but nowadays since we got so many independent artists, man, you can do what you want to do, man. I know. Oh, that see, that's true. what I was thinking about too, because I'm like, you know, you think about people like I don't know, like the Baby or Little Nas X or yeah. And it's like how did like how is the baby the name that you wanted to go by? Right. You know? That was his street name, probably. But still, somehow. Like, but I guess it's like people calling someone Doodle. Hey, Doodle. You know. I'm hoping you're saying Doodle, like D O O D. Nope. He is saying D O O D O O. Yeah. Doodle Ron. We live in Suffolk. Yeah, Virginia. Listen. Okay. Okay. I'm originally from New York, and I live in New York now. Um, yeah. But you know, I've been here probably most of my childhood, well, teenage okay. years, anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, we have people named Doodle. Yeah. Well, I do Doodle? remember okay. that name, but I don't remember who that At, person is. Right. Because I remember telling the girl, I was like, "Why you call your son that?" Because and then you want him to grow up and not be shit, but you call <laughs> him shit. <laughs> <laughs> But but that's what you call it. I mean, I used to have a cousin. Uh, his nickname was Boo Boo, like Boo Boo the Bear. All right, so, it's close enough, like, I guess. You know, like Boo Boo the Fool, because that's what I think of. Boo Boo yeah. the Fool. But you know, too, Boo-boo it was me. I, I used to think of this girl, and it's still now. She has to be like nine, but they call her Fat Fat. You yeah. know, right? And it's like yeah. to me, it's like you ruin like insecurities. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get picked on for the nicknames. That is true. Hey, hook. What do you say? Hook Diggy right here. All right. Hook Diggy. Hook Diggy. I'm going to get it right. So your current, um, is your recent symbol a single? Is that Kill Me? Kill It? Kill It was the last, okay. Kill It was the last music video we dropped. The oh, last okay. single called Out There. And just last I month know. I dropped the EP. I got an EP okay. that just came out called Mike Check Music, and it's five songs that are basically like a live instrumentation. We got live drums, oh, cool. keys, bass, guitar. It's kind of like we wanted to celebrate live music because mm-hmm. during the pandemic, we couldn't have live music. So it's like, how do we give people something live without them actually yeah. being live? And I was like, let's put some live instruments on. Oh, that's pretty that's dope. What's up? Out there. I actually really, really like Out There. And actually, we pl- we played it before this interview. So. Oh, dope. <laughs> No, I was yeah, working yeah. on the music video before I jumped on the call. So when you gave me an extra thirty minutes, I was like, "Good, I can keep working." Boom. Be more gave you an extra thirty minutes. I was ready. Technically, Suffolk Public Schools transportation. Uh, <laughs> hey, pass that buck, man. That's right. Yeah. It was waiting. She she dropped that on us earlier. Like she was I there. I was re- I was at the bus stop at four ten minutes. Nope, four minutes after uh four. Yeah, they're supposed yeah. to be there at ten thirteen. Yeah. I'm sorry, 413. She said 1013. I don't know where I got 10 from. <laughs> they made her real mad. I was saying a 10 in my head. I don't even know why I was saying. Anywho, so I was ready and it would have been fine. It would have been fine. I was going to be back here. I was going to already have to, you know, I wasn't going to be looking all sleepy and shit. And then I got in the car and I was like, wait, is the bus here? No? Okay. Just close my eye. I'm going to just rest my eyes for a minute. For a minute. So yeah, but out there I do like out there and then, Thank you, man. So, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I can't it's wait for y'all to see the video. I can't wait for y'all to see yeah, the video. Okay. Sure. And yeah, then and I said, you know what? We're gonna support. I'm gonna buy this single. <laughs> My man. Play it. Hey, that's what's yeah. up. I appreciate yeah. that. So um it kind of touched me a little bit because my father Saturday went into the hospital on his on his birthday. Mm, um, wow. Found out that he had COVID and then Saturday. Well, Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, they had to intubate him. 
Wow. So I was like, uh, right, and that, then man. it's like, you know, you talk to people and it's like, everybody wants to say the worst, you know, oh, that's not good. Or, you know, people don't make it. And I'm like, keep that to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I was listening to your song and I was like, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, it's tough for me to perform that song because I remember what it was like when I wrote it. I wrote that song. My grandmother passed, uh, who didn't, who never got a chance to see hook digging. She always knew me as Will Berry, but my government name. And so <laughs> as I was doing my music, you know, and getting it to a point where like, oh, I can't wait to share this, you know, she had passed. And it was, uh, I was actually in a studio session when she, uh, passed away. My mother called and was like, Hey, grandma, they take your grandma to the hospital. We don't think she's going to make it tonight. The whole family coming down. I was like, all right, I just got out of the studio. You know, I'll be there. And then I'm packing up. She called back like, uh, they saying she's not going to make it the next couple of hours. Like, all right, let me get out of the house. I'm, I'm about to get my stuff and, you know, get on the road. And then the next call, I think I was turning on the exit to get on the highway. Like, so within like 30 minutes, you know, like what happened, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, I'm there. So you, you blank out for a minute and I'm driving and I was married at the time and I I just lost and I pulled over and broke down and then my wife at the time had to you know get in drive me the rest of the way and by the time I got up there all the family was up there you know at the hospital you know and uh kissing her and we was all saying her goodbyes and everything like that and it was just like you know how do you take this and put it into music and so the funny thing was I had produced the track uh when she passed in 03 this was passed and I had produced the track and we I put together a chorus, but I couldn't write the song. I was like, I can't, I can't. Right, right now, this this is for her, but I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. And it sat, and it sat, and it sat, and it sat, mm-hmm. and then we lost a couple of last year due to COVID. And it was just kind of like, when are you gonna start talking about how this affects you and how it uh, hurts right. people every day? What are you gonna do? And we brought the track back up, refreshed it, put some new instruments on it, uh, and I wrote it. And I was like, let's put it out. You know, let's put it out because, you know, it's now it's got history. You know, it's kind of like, do you hear me out there? I still talk to you from time to time. You know, Christian, you heard the song. You know, that, those are all words that I'm talking about based on the relationship that I had with her. And it was it was it's tough to perform, but I love it because I wanted to I wanted to be a celebration. I didn't want to be like, oh, we miss you. So sad. You know, it's just kind of like I still talk to you. Do you still there you know i hope you're kind of proud of what i'm doing do you still hear me out there that kind of you know that kind of celebration and so instead of celebrating the people as they pass just kind of like okay what's the legacy we want to keep living now that we're right and see that's the thing i was telling to be more about you i said you know his music is good because it has like a cool beat that you can vibe Mm -hmm. to and dance to but you know it's still like you're like oh snap he said that you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's like it's still you know it's still yeah what's the word i'm looking for it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> music like, today does like not make sense yeah, to me. Like it's fresh. Know? Yeah, I appreciate so that, man. I always say sense. you put on when your friends coming over and y'all just want to have a good time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you can dance to the beat, but if somebody actually listening, they like, hey, he actually saying something. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, he's cool. not out here. You know, my example is always like yada 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 yada. It's like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's a word. I, I gave up on music she's like saying, 11 years ago. It's a one she's word. She's like the music connoisseur. Yeah. So, you know, to me, to listen to your stuff, it was kind of like, mm. okay, I could, I could do this. I, yeah. I could do this. That mean, that means a lot, man. You, you, you are the kind of people I make music for, man, to get y'all back into thinking that, you know, music is what connects us. And mm-hmm. if you listen to me, you might listen to the next cat that's trying to do something positive. Right. What's up? That's true. Exactly. You see, I fell off music years ago, and I, you know, to me, I wanted to be the dancer, you know. <laughs> so yeah. music was everything to me, and now yeah. it's like True. I don't even turn the radio on in the car. Yeah, it's like what the hell are they talking about? You know, yeah. yeah, I feel like it started with Sierra. Uh, well, what you gonna blame it on Sierra? Oh no, no. What was the song gonna... One Two Step? Listen to One Two Step. She said nothing. She just said words. <laughs> She said like a whole bunch of words and didn't that say That is the majority nothing. of music today. Anyway. I never thought about that until you said it. Well, she like doesn't say that. anything. I it's mean, like nothing goes really together. T- you're right. She's not really talking about that. Nothing. Take that. No, but you're going one, two step, I guess. I mean, <laughs> Keep hey, it simple. Hey, I mean, sometimes you're trying to feel the beat and it's all about that one, two step. That's why she. That's why now she's turning to acting. <laughs> is she acting now? I haven't seen her acting now. Yeah. I think that she's like doing a movie or something. Oh, 
I mean, even if she can actually act yet, so we can I don't still. She probably can't. Let's she can. be she's very pretty. Look, is that bad? That's somebody's legacy. She's gorgeous. I mean, well, she's from Atlanta. She's from, hey, there's a lot of good talent down here, so. So, how long have you been in Atlanta? I do I've been in Atlanta 10 years. 10 years. I moved here uh, back in 2000, end of 2009, beginning of 2010, because I'm running up here. And I kind of felt like we had kind of maxed out in Michigan, and it was just kind of like I want to get into some bigger projects, bigger market. Right, let's uh, right. let's move. Let's go to Atlanta. So, so, so what's next for you, man? Uh, promoting this EP, we wanna we're trying to whether or not we want to shoot because it's only five songs. Me and my DP are kind of like, should we shoot a video for you know every song? Kind of you know. Right. Yeah. Say kind of thing, you know. Uh, continue to promote the music and then start lining up tours. Uh, we got a couple of more singles lined up, but I'm not one of my that's gonna kind of keep putting out music, just be putting out music. You know, right. we really kind of want to build our what I call my hook diggy music fam. I have like a private yeah. group and we those in like private one on one sessions and all that kind of stuff. I try to create an experience with my music, and so with that, we're just gonna kind of roll out this EP and kind of use it to kind of promote some more and uh, continue to grow the fam. Okay, that's what's up. And I will put all your information. I'll leave it up on the website. Yeah. So you can always go to our website and uh, it's linked directly to your page. <laughs> dope. That's dope. So, that's dope. And you know what? When I'm done with the video, y'all let y'all, you know, come be part of the little private release party. Because okay. I usually, every time I do a video, I show it to the private fan first before I release okay. public. So I'll, I'll let y'all come on out, check it out. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we like that. Yeah, yeah. we're all about, uh, hey, we like to make moves. Yes. I know. It's, and like I said, it's really, really funny because we, um, you know, we started this off as like a, a side hobby type of yeah. thing, and yeah. and then it's like, you know, we got four listeners, and we're like, wow, people, you know, <laughs> people we got four listeners, you know, <laughs> and then it's like somehow we end up getting a fan base, and it's like, uh oh. Yeah. No, you know it became like an obligation. Like, oh, like, shit. We, we gotta have produce. To be good. We like, have we to talk about something. God, we, have, we gotta do this. Like we really yeah. gotta do this. You better perform, man. Yeah. Y'all got people with their quarters ready to put them in the monkey. Like we need y'all to right. hey, perform now. Right. Do something. We need yeah. and we need all the quarters we can get. See, yeah. we're we're yeah. kind of sometimes he's a little more sociable than I am, and then I'm a little more sociable than he is sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So. Sometimes in there, sometimes we're both like, I ain't trying to talk to nobody. Nobody, today. I ain't I we're like, like yin, yin and yang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's how like the interviews came about because I felt like we got to a point where I'm like, people are just tired of listening to us. Like, mm-hmm. Let's start inviting people on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a fan base, we have a following. Let's start spreading the word a little bit. You yeah. Know? That so, definitely. So that's. It definitely because when I listen to podcasts, I definitely enjoy what just the chemistry that you the, between the uh, you know between the hosts. But then what happens? new kind of mm-hmm. like livens everything up so, yeah, i definitely think y'all did the right thing right, so now your shirt it says boom bap era boom bap era baby yes right. so okay i'm uh i'm boom bap era baby uh i kind of fell in love with hip-hop during the tribe called quest okay, jungle yep. brothers de la soul era that was mm-hmm. that was all i mean actually my favorite uh what got me into hip-hop liking hip-hop was tribe called quest benita applebaum it was a mm birthday party i was having a birthday yeah. party I had some friends over from school it was hanging mm-hmm. out and then after a while all the boys was on one side of the room all the girls were on the other side of the room and i'm like That's i don't it. know what to do here and so my homeboy <laughs> went up and he put in a trial call quest cd and that yeah. apple bump b came on mm-hmm. and just like people started like taking to the middle and we started hanging out and talking and i was sitting there like what is that and i was like i mm-hmm. need that and he was like oh, this try and I was, I was like, yeah, thank you for this CD. I'm gonna take this now. Thank you. That, and, uh, that was a really good it. selection to start with, too. I feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a gathering of people at a party that you're trying to get. You know, and he's talking about meeting an ideal chick or whatever. So that's yep. good. That was a good one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah. for that, I was just like, I'm sold on this hip hop thing, man. I, I love it. I love it. Like, then I love it in other pockets, but then other stuff I don't love as much. But that's cool. Right. I get that. So, so what do you think of, of of this whole Corona pandemic thing going on? Like the, the virus. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I feel like is is this going to be the rest of our lives? I don't know, but what is that? I think that in any situation you have your, and I would say I was surprised that what I've been paying is all of these people that are getting convicted for these COVID relief scams. And it was just like, what were you while people were dying and trying to, you know, keep their life right. right about getting money 
and you know and other people couldn't get you didn't deserve it like it was you don't even have a business you just made up stuff so it was just like i think in any situation where we have a problem that people are going to focus on opportunity instead of solutions you know and that's and that's the sad thing because if it's COVID today it's going to be something tomorrow and it's going to be something else next week you know so you just have to stay safe and you know of your loved ones and uh you know pay pay attention to what your gut says you know that's what i tell people all the time because whether you vaccinated not vaccinated wear a mask or not be around people you know take care of yourself do what you need to do you know instead of Mm -hmm. yelling and like oh you need to and be like no what are you doing for yourself man so yeah take care of yourself mind your business we're going through that now with my father um because my my father lives with my brother my mother and father divorced and we each got a parent in the divorce i got Uh, my mom my brother got my father (laughs) so they divorced but we we got the we got the uh custody Uh yeah yeah yeah, so y'all my, my brother's family they don't they didn't believe in the the vaccine yeah um, high, highly religious people didn't yeah. believe in the vaccine yeah um my niece in north carolina they live in north carolina they started mm-hmm. school about two weeks ago yeah. my niece went to school ended up getting COVID from school brought her home mm. and now my father's in the hospital intubated because of COVID. because of COVID, yeah funny because he just went and got his first vaccine mm-hmm. on tuesday wow you know, but I feel like is you never think that that can happen to you. You never yeah. think that it's going to happen to your family. Yeah. You know, and then it hits you and it's like, wow, this is really real. It's real. And and not me. I've been paranoid the whole time. I haven't done nothing. I, I gained <laughs> the COVID 50. Yeah. My 50 yeah. pounds from COVID. Yeah. I haven't been nowhere. I go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go to work. I come home. I come home. I do yeah. temperature checks. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. I'm, I'm paranoid as hell. I'm like, yeah. And looking at in a hundred years when people read mm-hmm. about covid and what we went through yeah in 2020 2021 mm-hmm. yeah. my name is gonna be on the list that said did not get covid did not <laughs> <Okay>? get covid <laughs> i, I well, want to make history books because that's it's like what's everybody's up. getting it well it sounds like you over there doing what you're supposed to do to take care of yourself that's I what's know. up i feel bad well not bad part of me is like oh i'm not living you know i feel like i'm not I don't have a life yeah because all i do is work home work yeah. home work home yeah. because i'm scared to do anything else yeah you know i live in albany and someone gave me tickets to see dave east am i saying that right oh david yeah. um they were doing like a stop the violence kind of thing in albany gang violence got really bad there recently yeah um in albany i know people say that but yeah in albany i guess like one of in albany in albany it's still new york albany Albany. Okay. Right. Wow. But someone still killed like one of the gang leaders, and and the whole city went paranoid. Like yeah. they just expected a war. Mm. So I guess they have like wow. this Nipsey Hustle, Stop the Violence kind of um, concert that they do. Mm. Yeah. And he was there, and um, we have a guest that's coming on October. He was out there and he hit me up and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you tickets." And I'm like, "Yeah, ah, I don't want to go. VIP yeah. tickets." And it's like, yeah. Uh-uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was like, "Hey, you, you don't know. You could maybe get a speech for your podcast and Mm-mm. do an interview." And it was you know like, what? And that's how that story gonna read too. Right. Man got one in a lifetime tickets, and then got COVID. COVID. And then got COVID. That's it. <laughs> from being that's out it. there, somebody that's and somebody it. there, you got yeah. COVID from. Yeah. And I thought about it because I'm like, okay, it would be good for the podcast. You're right. Maybe I can get an interview out of it. <clears> those kind of things. But I was having the same moral dilemma because. Um, I went to the Norfolk State University and Hampton University women's volleyball game last week. And when I say that gym was packed, I was like, there's a little section of seat up there. And then I was like, nope, I'm fine standing here by the door. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, nope, because it's Norfolk State, number one. And they're all, they're kids. I mean, they're fucking kids. They're, I mean, they're college students, but they're kids. You already know. All of them got COVID. <laughs> yeah, when you oh, when you when you in that age group, I, I think back when I was in that age group, like yeah, exactly. you think you you think you're invincible. Like I'm I'm straight. I, I'm good. Exactly. I said nope. I'm gonna stand down here. I don't care if my knees hurt. I don't care if my back hurt. I'm gonna watch this game, and I ain't gonna get COVID. But she she is an avid <laughs> volleyball player. Twenty plus. Uh huh. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I'm not going to tell, I, I always uh, am like fascinated by the amount of black people that play volleyball. 
We used to do uh, volleyball at the uh, little church picnics all the time. So, I mean, I thought it was something that, you know, we did enough of. I used to date a girl that played volleyball, too. So, yeah. I, 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 it was a, I knew enough of us head. that did it. Yeah. yeah. In my head, it's like. In his it's, head. It's a, it's white but people, see, the crew right? that yeah. I started gaining popularity with in the area were mostly black. And so when I would take him, he'd be like, there's black people here? Black people here? <laughs> yeah. Like yes, and even now I'm still like shocked sometimes. You know, when, and then it's like I have to like catch myself. I, I always tell her I, I went to school in New York City. We didn't have volleyball games. We didn't have pep rallies. I didn't even have a prom. To me, wow. that was like stuff. <laughs> Shit sound like look, it sucked. to me that was stuff white people did on TV. It was made up. You know, that's amazing. New York didn't have a prom or some right. volleyball. Not volleyball. Morris High School. Morris High School, okay. Yeah, back in the late 1990s, it, it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. That sounds terrible. It was crazy. That school awful. was crazy. It's awful. 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 So awful. now, um, so awful. now with COVID, I guess while we're on the topic, how do you go about like promoting yourself and like your concerts so, and your performances? So I will just say that COVID has made my live stream performance game like on point. So we started, ah, <laughs> we started doing uh the middle of the summer. Me and a couple of other artists that you know, independent, and we you know we kind of do our own thing. We kind of came together and we did something every Thursday called "This Is Hip Hop Thursday." So it was kind of like uh, uh, a, and I ain't gonna say a sketch show, but a little mini concert. I would perform. I had two other artists that would me that would perform. We would have my drummer come along and play, and it would just give you like live music just from the crib. And so everybody would perform at from their house. We had a DJ actually from out in Maryland. He would spin a couple of records and then I would edit it all and pull it all together. So every week he was just watching us perform and do music. And so we learned how to interact with people, chat, go live, all that kind of stuff. Make the cameras good. Make sure the audio is good. Because that was the biggest thing. It's just like we can't have the audio sucking. I'm not for no performance. Like it's got to be right. You know, and so after we stopped doing that, our last show was uh, Thursday of Thanksgiving. We did a Thanksgiving show. Um, in my private Facebook group, I started learning more and more how to, you know, have interactive live performance shows mm-hmm. uh, and learning how to branch out. Because before I would be centered, I used to have a show I was doing in Atlanta and we were only promoting it to Atlanta people. Well, during the pandemic, you know, my fan base kind of stretched out to different mm-hmm. places. And so it's like, mm-hmm. well, everybody from New York isn't going to come to the Atlanta show. You know, all my Cali people right. aren't going to come to the Michigan show. You know, how do you get them all together? You go live. You say, hey, join the show live, man. You know, and I've learned how to now we can get on Zoom, see each other, interact with each other, or just join me on Facebook. I'll go live. Um, yeah, so that's what we've been kind of doing more and more, kind of reach more people where they are and, then, you know, if they're comfortable with that. And then, of course, as we start looking at maybe 2022 to start doing some live shows, you know, if they're safe, you know, and they're going to be, uh, and if people feel comfortable coming out, right. you know, we'll do that. Right. Okay. All so right. now, are, do you still do live streams? Oh yeah, all the time. I just did a live stream last week. I do a live stream every first Thursday in my private Facebook group. Okay. Uh, we did a live stream uh, release party for my uh, single. I'm not my single, my EP. So every time okay. I have a release, I do a, another live stream. So I, I go live all the time performing. Okay, That's so cool. Yeah, and I'm gonna make sure I include all of your links and stuff on the website so that people definitely know how to find you and those kind definitely. of things. Definitely. All right, Most now definitely. before we go, mm-hmm. advice. What advice can you give to? Look, two different sets of advice. One okay. to our people behind the wall. Yeah. And then yeah. one to people on the street who, who want to get their music out there, want to be heard. You know, music is their passion. You know, look, they're just starting out. So what's your words of wisdom for them? Man, okay. So my people behind the wall, um, are we talking about people behind the wall who not getting out anytime soon or got a little bit, you know, can both. get out? Okay, both. both. Both situations. Um, for those that are behind the wall that's going to be in there for a little bit, you know, if they want to do some music, I definitely say collaborate with people that are already out here doing something uh, because those publishing checks, those royalty checks, you know, even if they're a couple of dollars, I go a long way in the commissary. Uh, so don't be afraid to network and meet with people to do something. Uh, for those that's going to be getting out soon, uh, have a plan for what you want to do when you get out. Uh, because I know that it's a lot of stuff that'll happen when you do touch down. You got family, you got a job, you got PO, all that kind of stuff. Uh, try to get with some of, mm-hmm. somebody that's gonna help 
um, guide that. So not necessarily a manager, not necessarily, you know, a leader or something like that, but somebody that can kind of just help you navigate uh, the things that you may have missed out on in the past couple of years because the industry is changing so rapidly so fast. So uh, sort of like um, just kind of like a guide, you know, somebody that you can kind of uh, kind of call and say, hey, you know, you know, what, what What should I do next? Okay, good. Thanks. All right. Let me go check in. Let me go P drop or whatever like that. For artists that are out here doing anything, um, I would say quickly, very quickly, very quickly, um, get anybody off from around you that's not supportive of what you're doing. And then become really clear about what kind of artist you want to be and stick to that until it changes. And that will help you decide what you need to be doing and not doing. Because a lot of us, we I make this analogy and say, okay, being in the music industry is like being on the highway. You got the fast lane, you got the middle lane, you got the you know the slow lane. The slow lane, you're getting off soon. You're going to be over there, you're going to get off soon. You're trying to make sure you're close to the exit. Fast lane, you're moving. You, you're not getting off for a while. You're going to be flying over there. Or you got the HOV lane. You got more than one person with you. You're going. In the middle lane... You might be getting off soon, but you're just kind of cruising. You're not going to mess with these fools that's driving fast. You're not going to mess with the people that's going slow. You kind of got your own lane. You're doing your thing. Don't be lane changing because every time you change lanes, you slow up and slow down and you cause other people to have to slow down and adjust to everything that you got going on. It can actually hinder your progress while you're trying to make your music and do your thing. So figure out who you are as an artist. Figure out what lane you're going to ride in. And, um, yeah, start with that, man. That's, that's pretty right. good advice. It's it's funny though because you say get people away from you. I just made a post on Facebook and I said I wish people were like dollar bills. That yeah. way you could hold them to the light and see which ones are real and which <laughs> ones are fake. Mars, <laughs> that kind of rhyme right there, man. Right, right, right. Okay. That kind of rhyme right there, man. <laughs> Let me get Christian on the remix. Quit playing, man. Quit playing. Well, you know what? I, I I'm a hell of a writer. I just don't yeah. have no beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do a lot of poetry, spoken words, and, and okay. that kind of thing too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, right now, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to create a series of how to explain colors to blind people. Mm. Yeah. You know, if I was describing the color red or the color yellow or the color green, like how can I make a person feel that color? So, yeah. That's interesting. I would be interested to see what your blind people and your blind audience say they get from that. Right, I would, right. I would, yeah, I would yeah. want to see what they get from that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm working on it. I'm working mm-hmm. on it. I'm gonna yeah. get it together. Yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate you stopping by. Hey, <laughs> I appreciate y'all having me, and I look forward to having y'all part of the fam. Come out to some stuff, invite y'all out, enjoy some live shows, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And y'all had to make sure y'all send me y'all t-shirts so I can send y'all one of these boom bap era baby shirts. Okay, okay. definitely. And, and realize that if you invite us, we coming. Oh yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> you just had to make it known because people yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, you should come," but they really don't mean it. But they really yeah. don't be like, yeah. "Hey, you gotta be like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 we gonna go. We got. <laughs> well, y'all are getting invited, so yes. All right, no okay, cool. And like I said, I definitely will put all uh, hook diggy. There you go. There you go. That was okay. better. Yeah, there you so go. I'm put, I'm put all your information on our website. I'm, I'll leave mm-hmm. a profile up there that direct our listeners to your page and stuff awesome. like that. And, yes. Um, yeah, we definitely look. To uh, you know, hear more from you, yes. seeing you grow. Yes, you know, yeah. Making Seeing plenty of videos. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You tell bro, I said what's up, and uh, you know, yeah, keep definitely. keep doing what he's doing. All right, cool. We appreciate you. Yes. Appreciate y'all, man. Ag Prism Talk out. We'll see you guys soon. Uh huh. Hey, yo, wax. So this is some of that early on my way to work freestyle type stuff. You know, five thirty in the morning type lick. Think how I'm gonna get waxed on me a little bit later and drop that heat. Man, you know what? I don't know what we gotta do to get in the game. You know, just keep working hard, keep making high tracks. Keep doing what we do, you know. But I'm gonna take it to him like this. Yo, yo. I took a look at Pro Tools. Got some introduction to production to commercialize my vocals. Right. My everyday struggles, who I be. Bust a blue collar with the turned in C. I see the cast with the toe backs, oversized caps, and the latest footwear laced up, trying to match it. But I done got too old for that shit. Gotta make it dignified, straight solidified, hit with it. And I get sick with those. Cast the toss pins back when they spit they flows. Hot shit flushed on hot wax at the hot hook, hellfire, hot produced track. Have potential. Try to touch credentials or dig it diagnosed as mental. I'm slaying every mic that I touch. Gotta prove that I'm with it cause my time's almost up. I'm a killer. Eight bar, 16, 24s on the whip grip style kind of mean. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Be your part of your boys. I'm a desiccate them drawers. Had that chick making noise. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Ask me a drink with some drip. Mine is sold to the age because I ain't trying to trip. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. A&R's on the phone. I'm a 
shut the game down. Yo, I'm like worth a couple million, at least lyrically. My style richer than the apex of Kennedy. I'm like transmission on a mission. I blow myself to death to this red on the engine. Like the fuss, too many cats singing think my life's meager, steady trying to bust. Bad rappers get nervous in the service. Kind of balances, put their ass in the circus. With one line rhyme, check your grills. But lose two juice, that's a live spill. This rapping ain't no game to me. The cats are making hits, they sound the same to me. People using simple concepts, scripts to weather. Fake hooks and make looks, flip lips together. Games tainted, rap done went out of control. Greenbacks paying out the price for soul. I'm a killer. for listening to AGE Prism Talk. We're live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and sometimes in between. Subscribe and stay tuned in on your favorite podcast platforms. Peace, love, and blessings.